Good morning and welcome to the Thriving Podcast. I wanted to talk about the difference between quitting and changing plan. I think it's quite an important difference because we often get the two muddled up together and then we don't make the most out of the changing plan. So I'll give an example first, which is me and my MoveNat challenge. I made a challenge that for 68 days I was going to do 20 minutes of a MoveNat combo every single morning. And I've decided to stop at 44, which means I've had two days without. Now was I quitting or did I make a change of plan? And what's the difference? If someone was just following me around and making notes on my behavior and watching me, all they could really observe would be that I decided to do 68 days and after 44 days, I stopped doing it. They wouldn't really know whether I had stopped because I just couldn't be bothered or I was feeling lazy or I had... I felt defeated, I'd given up, I'd decided it wasn't worth it, it was stupid, I was um, never going to succeed at it, or whether something had changed in my, in my situation, in my understanding, in my experience, in my knowledge, in my plans, in my way of looking at it, whether I'd discovered something and I had made a strategic decision to stop it potentially temporarily or potentially permanently so that person watching me wouldn't know the difference but I do quitting would be what I said um, all those things there were more mornings where I didn't feel like doing it I have to say not that many surprisingly few there were mornings when I was making myself finish and I didn't really want to. There were mornings when I had to cajole and encourage and make myself do it. But a lot of the time I was actually really enjoying doing it. But during those mornings where I didn't really feel like it, it would have been easy for that to just increase over time me not to notice it would have been easy for things to creep in like I start a little bit later I go a little bit slower I take more pauses I look at the phone more often hoping that it'll go off with the alarm um, and maybe one morning I forget and and those things would have been creeping up and I could have just found myself after a couple of days oh I haven't done it for a few days oh well I'll just stop obviously it wasn't for me and make a whole bunch of excuses as to why I stopped but that's not really what happened at all actually what happened was I noticed those mornings when I didn't feel like it and I noticed the mornings when I did feel like it and I took note of the fact that most of the time I enjoyed it, got a lot out of it and learnt from it and I also noticed that when I'm doing some of the movements in some ways I'm learning and improving my motor patterns and in other ways I'm entrenching and cementing down some of the ones I'm trying to get rid of so an example would be with my hanging I was doing um, front swings forward swings uh, the day two days ago when I last did it 
no side swings and in a side swing I've improved immensely in one regard I used to just kind of throw my legs to the left and then swing them to the right and there was no connection between my legs and my arms and my whole body it was just this uncoordinated clumsy movement of throwing my legs side to side in a real huff and puff efforty kind of way and the last time I did that it was so not like that I felt this chain of strength from the hand on the right hand hanging off the branch of the tree all the way down to the right foot and when I swung my legs to the right or it looked like that's what I was doing I wasn't swinging my legs to the right I was contracting the whole right side of my body in this flowing effortless chain and then contracting the whole left side of my body which was then bringing my legs to the side it was a whole different feeling and I can't put it into words very accurately but the inner sensation of that movement was just so different and so much better and that is a memory that I will have forever because it was an aha moment it was a this feels right it was like when you first learn to ride a bike and you finally get it that's what that was so that was something that's why I'm doing the challenge and that's why I um, I'm not giving up because there's no way I'm giving up on move now that's like I'm gonna do that till I die but anyway aside um, however the other thing that I noticed was that in the actual act of hanging my scapulae my shoulder bla- uh, shoulder blades haven't yet got totally the um, the centration the position of the scapulae they still creep up um, towards my ears and I'm still overusing my traps and I notice it in my shoulder joint and in my arm and my left arm in particular is still quite internally rotated and so whenever I'm hanging from a branch I'm cementing that in to a degree now I don't think that's always a bad thing I'm not saying don't ever do something like that Um, and I'm not going to not ever do that I've been hanging and and swinging Um, but I also want to have a break from cementing that in and I want to strategically spend maybe two weeks maybe four weeks I think two will probably do it of my DNS exercises which is specifically looking at that joint centration or the position of the scapula and the glenohumeral joint Um, and for me to have enough time in one day to do everything I need to do it would actually make sense to temporarily replace my morning move nut combo with this um, specific devoted attention to centrating of my um, shoulder because then I'll come back after a break and I'll go to swing again and I'll feel something very different and the difference I feel will be very dramatic and obvious because I've had a break so the break time will be really important the two weeks that I'm um, starting from today when I fly to Melbourne I'm going to be in Melbourne for two weeks for a Feldenkrais training so I'm going to be doing a lot of movement a lot of awareness a lot of sensing 
and I won't have to walk the dog because he'll be staying at home. So I can actually use 45 minutes to an hour that would have been taken up with dog walking and move nap combo, specifically devoted to just centrating my scapula. It won't be just that. It'll be everything else that I do in my DNS exercises. And then when I come back to the move nap, and I'll set myself a different challenge. It won't look the same. It won't be the same challenge. I will have had... Um, a before and after because there was the 44 days of MoveNet in that particular uh, activity, that particular challenge, then a gap and then the new challenge. So I will have a clear before and after. So when I'm doing my side swings, I'll go, wow, this is very different to how it was before. It'll be clear to me. It won't be this incremental thing so much not that there's anything wrong with the incremental but sometimes it does pay to have a break um then secondly i'll have time to like really go deep into doing my dns exercise um and getting things really moving forward because dns seems to work so fast i've only been doing it for three months and the amount of improvement i've got in my motor patterns and in how i feel kinesthetically and how i function is really quite quite miraculous so to to have the luxury of spending more time on that will be a delight and I'm so looking forward to it and then when I come back to the move nat I will put into my move nat the things that I learned in the time I had off um, and the other reason it makes sense to do it now is because when I'm in Melbourne, I'm not going to have access to a 2 by 4 beam. I'm not going to have access to a branch to hang from because I have this fantastic tree outside the front of my house. I'm not going to have the dead balls that I've got at home to lift, to do um, deadlifts and, uh, and the other stuff. So I'm going to have a much more limited movement repertoire when I'm in, in Melbourne, which wouldn't be a bad thing and probably in the future I'll think of as a good thing. But right now, some of the movements that I would be left with happen to be the ones which give me the most likelihood of cementing in old patterns that I don't want to cement in, I want to get rid of. So me, like doing get-ups... Um, whenever I do a get up, i.e. getting up off the ground, <clears throat> I know that I arch my lower back, particularly on the left, and I've reduced it and I've improved it, but it's still there and I can't get rid of it fully at the moment. I will, I will in future, there's no question there. But right now, whenever I do a get up, I'm concerned that I'm actually slowing my progress instead of improving my progress because I'm cementing in that very pattern that I haven't quite figured out yet the dns is going to help me to figure out that pattern and is going to help me to create other alternative patterns so i won't be going into that so when i come back into doing get-ups after a period without them i'll be doing them differently and that difference will be very clear to me and obvious so in summary there's a, just because you stop something don't um but this is what i would have done in the past is berate myself I set myself a challenge, I'm not following through, I must be a quitter, I'm just one of those people who never finishes anything, I never get anything completed, I won't amount to anything, there's no point in my trying, I'll just give up on moving out, I'll just give up on myself, I'll just give up on life, uh, I'm a quitter. Versus 
<laughs> I'm making this strategic plan for my benefit, for my future self, because it's in the service of moving forward, because it's in the service of rewriting my future so that I will be stronger, more capable, more, um, <clears throat> more fully human, more potent, more everything I can be, closer to the ideal, closer to the person I would have been if I had been born wild but with all the information I have from having not been born wild. I mean, that's just the best of both worlds. And this can apply to my challenge with the MoveNet stuff. It can apply to choosing a university degree and then halfway through deciding it's the wrong path for you. It can be applied to taking up a, a, a new musical instrument or learning a language or going to a new class and deciding to stop it could be because you've realized that's not for you, but it could also be because you've realized that that is for you, but this is not the right time for it, that you need to do something else first, or that you've divided yourself up too much, you've spread yourself too thin, and that you need to carve out a little bit more time and that the right time to do this new thing will be in the future. And I think it's important because if we get the two things mixed up, as I could have, then I would have been much less likely to go back to the move nut. If I had told myself all that negative self-talk, then it would be much less likely that I would go back to it after the two weeks and then improve further and use this whole experience as a stepping stone and see this as an act of proactivity, moving forward, doing the thing you want to do, taking yourself to the place you want to go more. If I had seen it as I'm a quitter, I never finish anything and all that negative self-talk, I would have talked myself out of progressing. I would have gone around in circles. I would have thought of myself as someone who doesn't achieve things. And that's so important. And I would have felt shame and embarrassment which can only ever hold you back. Those feelings are just destructive. And I wouldn't have told people that I'd ever done a move nut challenge because I didn't want to admit that I'd quit. And those are all just destructive ways to think. And I want no part of that. And I want to be very clear in my life what's quitting and giving up because you just are being lazy and what is a strategic decision to change and you know now that I'm talking about it I'm wondering is there even such a thing as quitting is quitting in that thing of being lazy and giving up is that actually just a state of mind is that just you lying to yourself and choosing to believe that you're no good and you're a quitter and you're lazy when actually it was a strategic decision all along it was made, why would you make the decision if it wasn't for a reason? If it was a strategic decision and you could see all your changes of direction in that light, you would never feel ashamed, you would never give yourself the negative self-talk. And I've gone back into saying you when I mean I, when I mean, I, I just don't want to sound like I'm telling you, whoever's listening, how you think. I want to sound like I'm just talking about my own experience. But that's a state of mind and I've often done that to myself. I've often changed my mind about something for a very good reason and then tried to make out that I didn't have a very good reason and that I'm just lazy and that's why I changed my mind. 
that's not the truth and regardless of what the truth is it doesn't serve me it doesn't help me to move forward it takes me going in circles excellent all right um that's that's the whole thing see you see you next time